good people welcome to shanghai chronicles episode 124 flies and bullshit i hope everyone had a wonderful weekend as we prepare ourselves for this wonderful work week that is coming upon us good people um so we have so much to discuss i didn't realize it's been almost like two weeks since the last time i uh you know spoke with you guys but I've been trying to keep up with, you know, getting some content to do, you know, do the show because things was like a little bit slow, but I think things are starting to, you know, heat back on up. Okay. Uh, so, of course, like we always do, let's get into the show. Let's get ready to talk some shits and let's have a good time. Uh, so we have an election update. We have 22 days until election day, good people. So if you are, you know, not registered to vote, make sure you go in your state, check the deadline so that you guys can go and register. Um, make sure that you guys are if you don't want to go to the poll or you feel like you're going to be lazy, you don't want to stand in line or whatever, you could do early voting. You can get your ballot, see what the deadline is for that, and then go drop them off and, you know, go get your voice, uh, votes, okay? Or voices counted, you know, all that stuff. Um, <laughs> speaking of the election, the election is just, it's a hot ass mess. As we all know, it's been a shit show. Um, you know, with our first damn America topic, we're going to talk about the Democratic debate. Um, I'm sorry, the vice president uh, debate. Look at that. I'm already talking about the Democrats and um, recap it. So <sighs> where do we begin? Um, I don't know if people listen to me before. You know, hopefully people are listening to me and tuning in. Um, I don't really care for Kamala Harris. Uh, she's not like a choice of mine. You know, she's not a choice that I wanted on the ticket. Um, you know, it's so funny because when she was running in the primaries, I was like, oh my God, this girl was good. Like this woman's on point. I was all for her. Went to work, co-worker was like, nah, you need to look her up. She not what you think. Da, 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 da. Looked her up. Look up all these things came, you know, her record as a DA and all that. Like, it was just a lot. And, you know, she is one of those people that had a saying and, you know, innocent black men going to jail. Um, a case that Kim Kardashian was working on with the man on death row. She had her hand in that. So it's just a lot with her. So those things have not left my mind and my mind has not been open when it comes to her. You know, then I hear that, you know, she's sworn in as an Indian woman, but now she's just like, oh, I'm the first black woman. You know, so it's a lot. And I feel like she does a lot of, you know, pondering, trying to get our votes, you know, all of that. And the thing about this debate is that the moderators suck. Like, they cannot get a good moderator to save their lives, whether it's the vice presidential debate or the regular presidential debate. Nobody can moderate these people, apparently. Like, nobody can. So, you know, like, Pence is up there. He's looking like a devil, okay? And we all know we haven't heard from him. We haven't heard from him the whole presidency. You know, he reminds me of somebody that's behind the scenes, really trying to take over Trump's job. Just a mess. And, you know, then we have Kamala. Now, one thing with Kamala, I will say, and I hope I'm saying her name right, that bitch can debate, okay? She can debate because she's so intelligent. She know how to use the right words, everything. 
But it was like, you know, we were sitting here for an hour and nobody really was answering any of the questions. It was just like, you know, it was a lot of unanswered things. And I feel like we focus a lot on the pandemic. And I do understand that we're in the midst of the pandemic. So that may be the reason why it was such a more focus. But it was just like, you know, there's so many other issues right now that people are facing. And it's just, I just didn't get that comfortability that people probably, you know, were looking for. I I didn't grasp it. And, you know, towards the end of the night, it's this fly that came on his head. So, you know, that's why we named the episode Flies and Bullshit because, you know, flies come around when they smell shit and stuff. So they just figure like, okay, let's let's land on him. And the fact that he didn't even feel the fly was kind of like crazy. It's kind of like scary, actually, because like, how do you not, you know, feel something on your head like flies? They buzz and you're like, how do you not feel that? But I guess it would have been even more comical if he did. And he just like touched his head and like wrapped it off like it's a lot. I do know I did notice one thing when he asked her or no, not asked her when he, you know, brought up her record when they, you know, hit on the Breonna Taylor and like the civil unrest. She talked around it, you know, she didn't really discuss it. Um, She didn't really go into depth with it. And I think that is an issue that some young black voters are having. It's like we have these two candidates and. Both of them have been known of history to, you know, lock up innocent black men. You know, we have Joe Biden with the crime bill and then we have her position in California. So, you know, we do have some people that are just like, oh, you know, let them right their wrongs. Um, You know, we, we got to do this. We got to do that. We got to get Trump out. And it's just like, OK, we got to get Trump out. But we got to also kind of, you know, come to a realization that even though we we're arguing and you know voicing that we want to get Trump out doesn't necessarily mean that everything is going to be pickles and you know roses with Joe Biden and Kamala like some people look at that they are going to have to go in and fix everything that Trump messed up and then some people are going to look at it at to a point where like well nothing's really changed in my life I, I still have this I'm I'm still struggling I'm still black you know in my perspective I'm just like okay I get it everyone's like we gotta avoid Trump out but then I ask the question like but why but the but why part is what people can't answer and some people can't answer it because they just will know they want to get Trump out. Like, you know, they just can't, you know, stand him, whatever the case may be. And don't get me wrong. When I say these things, it's not from me coming from a perspective of being a Trump supporter. It's just coming from a perspective where I am at the point in my life, 33 years, and I'm so sick of these politicians. I'm so sick of you know, the the lies and, you know, the distrust and the division that they cause, you know, I, I'm just over it. And, you know, I had a good conversation with my aunt the other day and, you know, she's on the same page, but she's on some more so the same page of like, you know, we need to get some young people in there because these older, you know, people, they've been in office for too long, you know, and that is true. We do need some young faces in there, but my only thing with there being young faces in the office is that I don't want them to lose focus of why they're in the office because some people can get into these positions and they get big headed. They forget the real reason why they're in there and they don't fulfill their commitment of what they said they were going to do. So it's just like, you know, broken promises over and over and over again. So it's like, you know, with, with black people, why can't we take a a leap out on faith? Why can't we take that chance and vote not Democrat? Not saying this election, but if there was a Republican that was running that 
spoke some type of policies that would benefit us. You know, the thing is like, will black people do it? Because the thing about the Democratic Party is they're so used to getting our votes. They're so used to the black community just going out there and voting for them. Well, I feel like this year they really have to do a lot of pondering to get to us because people are starting to wake up. People are starting to realize, you know, this is this, this is that, this is here, this is there. So people are really starting to research certain things. And, you know, we can yell and holler about, oh, well, you know, we're so concerned about, you know, the president election. What about the local election? The only thing with the local election is this. Yes, certain things that we're fighting for, that is probably on the local level. But we get these politicians in these local level positions as well that forget the reason why they're there. And, you know, my thing just to my thing that I want to stress to my people is that I think it's going to come a time where we're really going to have to realize that the only person or the only um, way that we'll get things done is one coming together Two, realizing that we don't need a politician or a celebrity to save us. And I feel like I've been saying this for the last couple of episodes because it has really like been heavy on my mind. And, you know, I feel like if we focus on getting our communities back up and, you know, building, just building up our race, we can really be dominant in so many fields. And it's just like, I feel like, you know, even though our power has been stripped away from us, it feels like too like a little bit of confidence has been stripped away from us as well. You know, it's almost like with this election, we're fighting for which master is going to be the best one. You know, like which one is going to be the best master for us to get out there and just tell us what to do and slave us. Like, you know, so in America, everyone wants to be free. And I feel that, you know, the way that I've been, you know, raised and, you know, doing things in my life, I am a free person. But there are some out there that are not. And, you know, this election has been a complete mess. You know, I I didn't care for the debate. It was just like, okay, yeah, like, like it didn't do any substance. And, you know, for the presidential debate, you know, we got Trump. You know, he don't want to do a virtual, you know, because, you know, they feel, you know, he he had COVID for two minutes and he doesn't want to do a virtual. So we're going back and forth with that, with the Zoom. Like, it was a lot. It's a lot going on. Like, I've never, never, we never had no shit like this before, ever. Like, a presidential debate has never been canceled. And this year it's canceled due to people not wanting to do a simple Zoom. Like, we do, we've been... We've been doing Zoom since March, since March. But, you know, that's no here nor there. Um, I just hope that people are not looking for something when they're going out here and voting or going out here and thinking that life is just going to be so perfect with whoever else we have in the office besides Trump. And hopefully, you know... We can get some things accomplished. Um, But the one thing that I also realize is that the only person right now in my life that is the number one politician for me is God. God is my politician. And I'm telling you, if you don't get right with him and you don't, you know, figure out certain things, he is the one that's going to have the say. He's the one that we're going to have to answer to. He's the one that's going to bring the policies in place. And that's just what I had to realize during quarantine. And I said this in past episodes, if this, if within, within this six months, if there is nothing that you have not taken away from anything, whether it be a goal, whether it be just personal journeys, friendships, relationships, whatever, then you ain't doing something right because I've really, within these six months, had so much time to reflect, so much time to research, so much time to do so many things. And I have really just come down to realize that that's who my politician is. 
that that's who it is. And that's my number one person that I'm going to be supporting. And don't get me wrong. When I say these things, it's not that I'm not going to go out and vote or I'm going to vote for Trump. No, I'm not going to do any of that. But I am going to research things that's on my ballot. You know, there are some independents that's running. I do want to see what they are all about, you know, even though that's not going to help much. But, you know, I just don't know. Uh, but hopefully, you know, come November 3rd, we can just really see some type of improvement with America, really see some type of change. And, um, to my people, we can just really get to a place where we're comfortable. Like we're get to a place where we can gain that power and confidence back that we know we've always had. It's going to take some time. But hopefully one day we can get there. So we'll see. Um, so Dame America, we have we have more lies and more foolery with this Breonna Taylor case. Cause now Daniel Cameron is trying to fight to keep the grand jury files private. So it was a lot going on with this case. You know, last episode I kinda, you know, uh confessed that, you know, I I was just like, hey, like, why would this family take this money? Why would they do like, I, I was just, just, just didn't understand it. Body cam comes out and the body cam footage was disgusting. Disgusting. You know, they just walking over her body. Nobody's checking her pulse. You know, somebody, one of the swap people's on the, on the thing saying like, yeah, she's done. She's done. Like, it was sick. It's sick. Um... You know, I had this conversation too with my friends. I was like, you know, would you rather your family take the settlement money or get you justice? And a lot of people were 50 50. Some people were like, man, if y'all don't take that money. And some people was just like, nah, I don't want that money. I don't want my family to take the money. I want them to fight for me. I want them to keep going hard. I want them to be up in people's faces, causing, you know, ruckus. Like, I want them to go off. And honestly, you know, it's hard to say what a person would do because you're not in that situation and you really don't know or we don't know what that family, you know, was going through, you know, if they really needed it, you know, help, extra cash, whatever. But I just know I I just wouldn't feel right. I, I just wouldn't feel right. And, you know, now that all these different things are coming out with this case and, you know, for him to try to fight hard to keep these things private is because he wants he doesn't want something to come out with something that he allowed to go down and happen. And it's just sad that it took a jury to really fight back against this, because if this jury didn't speak up and say anything, this thing would have just kept going down the line. It wouldn't have been no problem. Nobody would have thought about it it wouldn't have been brought back up again it just would have been like over but you know this is the prime example of us having your own kind in office and thinking that they're going to do something for your people and they're not so <laughs> the things that are just like coming out like he he something else like you know he's coming at Megan Thee Stallion because you know Megan Thee Stallion mentioned him in her uh Saturday Night Live performance like things that 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 don't have of no of no nature like it doesn't matter okay like really really this is what you're, you're gonna come at Megan Thee Stallion like whatever so we'll see I, I just feel like you know God is revealing a lot of things and what he is revealing is what we've always known, you know, what we've always seen upon us. And, you know, at the end of it all, I do feel that something is going to be um, revealed extra in this. You know, a lot of bits and pieces are coming out. And I feel like with some of these bits and pieces that are coming out, he's not going to be able to stop them unfortunately. And, you know, he's trying hard to stop these uh, tapes from these things from coming out. Like, he is trying hard, people. So, 
Let me see if I can just. Um, so basically, like they're accusing him of using the grand jury's so like their lack of legal knowledge as a way to justify not charging the other officers so you know pretty much he's like he admitted he never recommended murder charges and you know that's what the people were out there fighting and protesting for all of that time and he did eventually release i think like 15 recordings from the grand jury trial and with within the recordings you can't really hear much about what happened and you know it's missing charging recommendations and uh which is what they wanted him to release so he said of course that um he was only asked to release recordings of what evidence was presented and that the charging record recommendation should not be a part of that and that's and it's like why because you know you're gonna lose your job but now he's being pressed for that. But he has shut down that request. And that's because he knows that he done done something in that whole thing that's going to cause him to be looked at and probably cause him to lose his position. So, you know, what they always say, the good saying that your parents always say, God don't like ugly. So God is going to going to work on that, going to bring all of that to light. So I don't even think we have to worry at all. I don't think we got to worry because, you know, the bullshit that he's coming up with don't even make any sense. So we shall see. We shall see. Uh, So let's get into our rising star, people. So our rising star, I don't know if people really saw this. It's a um, this person. This, this is just so beautiful. That's why I said black people were so excellent. I love us. Uh, So this 12 year old student his name is Caleb Anderson he is about two semesters away from being a college graduate he started his second year at Shagatoli Technical College in Meridia Georgia and um he's collect he collects transformers um he's like he likes collecting these those these um Japanese toys called by blades um but most of his peers the 12 year old is back well hold on he he's back for another semester at ctc and he's majoring in aerospace engineering so he says since he went since he was one years old he always wanted to be an astronaut he wanted to go to space and explore um so you know, his parents said, you know, from a very young age, they always knew that he was gifted and, you know, always knew that he was going to be a bright star. So they said that, uh, let's see, he just picked up and then he just started reading. They said by the time he was six months, he could sign words he had seen his mother describe. So they said they decided to enroll him in college because he wasn't being challenged at the private school and he was bored. He always had the hunger and thirst for knowledge, his dad said. And he said, it's just work, 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 work. And again, he said he was out, he wasn't learning anything. So his mother was a teacher um, and he took high school and college courses at school. He had already taken the ACT and those exams and then went to this tech school and he took the entry exam and he said I think they needed a 300 or something and he got a 275 so he said um let's what did they say but I oh oh yeah so they said that once he graduates to tech school he wants to get his bachelor's degree from Georgia Tech and then from there he would try to get into MIT and he also wants to get to, he also wants to get an internship with um Elon Musk so shout out to Clay Anderson like I think that's dope he's only 12 years old okay uh, that that is just amazing brilliant like so super proud so super proud so we lift you up young young good man okay we lift you up as our rising star okay so 
<sighs> time to get into the shits, y'all. So, of course, we're going to get into the shits. We're going to get into all of the so-called drama that has been happening this weekend, okay? Because it has been some shit. It's been some bullshit, for sure. Um, so let's get into the twerk something segment. So, <laughs> oh my God, I think people was texting me was like, oh, did you see this shade? I'm like, no, it isn't. So Tory Lanez finally gets charged, facing 22 years. And, you know, the charges are not even for shooting Meg. I don't even know what they for. I really don't. But it's just like, okay. Here we got Breonna Taylor Killers. They've been scot-free, having a good time. Here Tory Lanez, he, he getting, if, he's, if he's charged, if he's convicted, he's facing 22 years. You know, I'm so sick of this story. I'm so sick of this story to the point where, like, it's just, it, ugh, God, it's a hot ass mess. You know, Megan is having the time of her life, you know. Tori's back on Instagram. The best friend is twerking wherever the fuck she's at. But we just keep getting updates on this shit. The story is still got cracks in it. You know, like it's, it still doesn't make any sense. And, you know, whenever the truth do come out, I don't even think people care at this point. Like nobody gives a damn. Nobody. I, I don't even care. Like, I don't care if it comes out about nothing that Megan was doing. I don't care if it comes out that she was messing with the driver, too. I don't care at this point because this shit has been going on since July. July. We are in October. July. You know, it. it this shit has dragged to the point of no return. It's just like, okay. What the fuck are we talking about now? So this happened in July. It's October. He just getting now charged. Like, it doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't. But here we are. You know, he done did a whole album. Like, it's just like, oh my God. What more can we like what more bullshit could we what more bullshit could we encounter? What more bullshit can we encounter? But my nosy ass, even though I say I'm over it. I'm still secretly a kind of little nosy, so I'm still probably going to be looking. But at this point, who even cares? And then, like, when I look at Tory Lanez, I'm just like, I'm just like Megan. Girl, like, out of all the men, all the men you could have had, like, this this what you want this what you want to be this what you want to be disloyal for this, like oh girl and then you know that whole video with her protecting her energy and shit but then i see her on face on uh instagram with these random people i've never seen her be like <sighs> some people just be so toxic and you just don't like you just don't want it to like rub off on you and she's to me, she's toxic, and Tori's toxic too, and their toxicness are rubbed off on each other, and it just turned out to be a mess, a mess, a mess. It's a mess. So, you know, some people like you know he deserves whatever he gets, whatever, whatever they want, you know. But he hasn't been convicted yet. He just got a charge, so we'll see. Um, so everyone knows Real Housewives of Atlanta, right? They're they're filming, and Cynthia Bailey got married this weekend. She's very selfish with this button. Let me tell you about these celebrities, y'all. We're in the middle of a pandemic. If anybody has not realized, like cases are still rising. We're in the middle of a pandemic, so you know, two hundred and fifty guests at a wedding is selfish and when i look through that wedding i probably seen maybe a handful of masks a handful people was wearing visors with no masks people got newborns at home you know all types of shit and it's just like y'all you know y'all voice y'all 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 quick to tell us to go out there and vote and do all of this shit 
But when it comes to this pandemic and this COVID, y'all out here like, it ain't nothing. You know, I'm looking at Cardi B. She done had this big ass fucking party in Vegas. You know, Tiana Taylor is there with no mask. She just had a newborn baby. And the part that people don't understand that's so deadly about this virus is that you can be around people that do not have any type of symptoms. So that is the reason for you to wear the mask if you're around those people and social distance yourself. Not pack the fucking clubs up. Not have a 250 guest wedding. It's horrible. It's horrible. But, you know, who the fuck are we normal people? Who are we? And and it's crazy because you have people that really look up to these celebrities and follow every single thing that they do. Every single thing that they do. And even though they yell and scream that they're not role models and, you know, this is not what they signed up for and all that other stuff. That is what they signed up for. Some of them. Some of them. You know, everybody looked nice at the wedding. I didn't understand what the wedding, like, it just kind of threw me off. I didn't I didn't know if it was like a theme with it. Um, you know, Cynthia didn't have her nails done. But let me tell you something, girl. She gets Bravo to pay for these weddings, honey. She sure do. She gets Bravo to pay for these weddings. You know, and I've seen something with her husband, the new husband, Mike Hill. He a cheater. And she know he a cheater too. That's why she she went ahead and still married his ass. But you know, and then I didn't understand the guest list. I was trying to figure out why Princess Love was there. Like, who the fuck does she know? You know, these bride dresses. I didn't understand Eva's hair. She said it's art. No, bitch, that's not art. Those are flow locks or locks. I don't know what I don't know what art you're presenting. You know, it. I just didn't understand it. I, I didn't understand it. But all in all, you know, black love is what we love to celebrate. She, you know, she looked nice. You know, I'm still trying to figure out why she ain't never, you know, marry her finest baby father, Leon. But, you know, that's no here, no there. But, you know, also with this filming with the housewives, there's a rumor that during Cynthia's bachelorette party, some of the housewives still wanted to entertain and they were allegedly having sex with a stripper and girl and girl action. And they said it was Portia and Tanya. Then they then came out and said, that's not them. So it's like, you know, Bravo is reaching. Listen, Bravo, if you have to do all of this to make sure the show and the franchise is exciting, maybe this franchise needs to stop. Okay. Because you're making up shit. It's ruining people's lives out here. Maybe it needs to stop. It it just doesn't add up. It just doesn't make any sense. You know, like if you have to go to this extreme, this extreme, it's not worth it. It's no point. But I, I, I don't know. I really don't know. I don't really know what to say. You know, I quite, I find it quite, you know, interesting that they would you know stoop this low and do all of this but it's bravo child so (sighs) offset offset is like that fucking fly that was on mike pence hair just just there just annoying like he he's like a he's like a oh my god you know, this thing with the Offset and Cardi B, you know, bought her a truck or whatever for her birthday, bought culture, her own, like, car seat, whatever. Got a billboard, whatever. This nigga know how to, this nigga know how to gift, I swear. He can know how to be a gift child. This is what I want to say to Cardi, you know, message to Cardi. Hello, Cardi. Are you out there, Cardi? Hope you're in. Hope you're listening. Um, if he happens to do this shit again, cheat on you or whatever the fuck he is so-called doing, we don't care. I know I don't care. Like, don't tell us. Don't post it. Don't even give us no cryptic messages. Like, we don't care because 
he's bearing these gifts. Shit, you would have thought he, you would have thought that Offset was one of the three wise men that just keep come bearing gifts. Like this nigga got every every time, every time. And you know, I'm not saying don't take the gifts, child, because hell, I'll take the gift too. But I'm not inviting you to my party. I'm not going to the after party with you. I ain't doing none of that shit. Okay. Who who bought it? My baby father bought it. Oh, my husband, the one I'm divorcing. He bought me this Rolls Royce. Cool. Just leave it parked outside. Yeah, I'm not doing all that extra shit with them. Because then when you do that, these niggas think that they back in. You know, they, you know, he's in the good graces. Listen. Don't report it to us no more. We don't care. And if y'all keep doing shit for these publicity stunts because the money is running low because of the quarantine, we don't care either. Find something else to do. Learn how to cook. Fuck. Learn how to sew. Sew some masks. Make something. Do do something. We don't care. I am sick and tired. Sick and tired of it, child. You know, they 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 pushed this relationship on us when, when he did what he did the first time, okay? He did all of that shit. And now we back to this same shit again. I'm done. I ain't gonna let them get underneath my skin, get my blood to rise. I can't. I can't. I can't do it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And other people ain't gonna let you know get me feel no type of ways. That fucking Jenny Ma and Jeezy. Now they they're a part of the bullshit that's in the episode. Okay, they're a part of the bullshit. Offset is the fly, and Jenny Ma and Jeezy is the bullshit. I am so oh that is a couple. If I seen them on, <laughs> she talking about she went to submit to her man. Let me tell you something. If she end up pregnant, if she end up pregnant after she ain't want to give her first husband, like if she end up pregnant, and you know she probably is, y'all, because y'all know that black dick be good, okay? Black dick be good. So if she end up pregnant, child, please, I just, you know, now she's starting to wear her hair like two little braids and stuff. Like, girl... It's sick. It really is. It's sick. And I can't stand it. But, you know, a little birdie said that that new show that Jeezy is getting, you know, he's trying to switch up and change his image. Because, you know, Jeezy hasn't put out no music. You know, he's not rocking the snowman chain and shit. He's becoming more conservative, more like cultural and shit. Like, We've never seen Jeezy out like this before, y'all. Okay, this man wearing a blazer and shit. We ain't never seen, like, he been wearing t-shirts and fucking baseball caps turned backwards. You know, like, no, he didn't got with Jenny Ma. He trying to change that image up. And he didn't got this little talk show, whatever the fuck, on this Fox Soul shit. Like, he's trying to change some shit. And... You know, I know change is good at some point in our lives, but I I don't like it. I can't stand it. I, I can't do it. I mean, just bring back your old ghetto ass self. Shit, ghetto ain't bad. It's a lot of people out here trying to be ghetto. I don't know why, but it ain't bad. Shit, it's just something people want to do. Shit. But I, them two right there, they some bullshit. I can't, I can't stand it. I can't do it. I won't allow it in my presence. You know, when I see it, I just, like, skip on back. I just can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. Uh, so, JT from the City Girls, y'all, I saw. She was like, she she said she said that she would never date a man with a kid. With a baby mother. Okay, so, y'all know, I'm single. And I feel JT on this because... I I have that I have that reaction too. Like I don't want to date a guy who has a kid, and I, and I've did that before in my life when I was like younger, like twenty six, twenty seven, or whatever. And it was a lot. It it really is a lot. But you know, with our age group right now, it's hard to find someone without a child. But 
it listen it just it just does something like you have some people that you know they don't want to be just a baby mother then you have people that don't want to date people who have kids you know because of the baby mother because the baby mother you know feels like they're entitled to have this that whatever and they don't make everything about the kid and it just it really sucks when you're single it really do like and you know I'm at a point in my life where I'm not just going to be settling because I'm saying that I'm in something I just want to be able to be loved, be with someone, have a good time, like all the unnecessary stuff, all the unnecessary bullshit. I can't with it, you know? So I felt sis on that. Like I really did. I felt her on that. Like I, I'm one of those people. Like, and it may sound shallow of me, but I just cannot, and I cannot do it. And you know, what's so crazy is I'm probably fine sounding stereotypical because, you know, what if my friends come to me and be like, oh, well, you know, I want to date this girl because she got kids already. And I'll be like, oh, you want to date somebody with a baby father? Like, you know, so I want to do guys like feel that way. Like, do guys feel like, oh, yeah, I can't date her because she got a kid. And I, I really don't think they think that way, unfortunately, because I don't think that the baby father is such a threat. It's like these baby mothers... Not to talk down on them. It's just like some of them are so bitter. Some of them are just like in a place where they just feel that the baby father should be doing everything. And when I say everything, not stuff that pertains to the kids, but most of the stuff pertaining to them, you know, still take care of them. And it's just like they're not with you. So that just puts a lot on a current relationship and I know I can't be picky you know at this age unless I'm like probably searching I don't even know where but it's going to be like so rare you know and I think I think if you do that like I think if we decide to you know date someone who has a baby mother it just got to be like the child has to be like older and I have to know that the baby mother has actually like moved on has her own life her own man you know like I just need that clarification like I don't know I just I just can't I can't do it I can't do it at all like so I understand where she coming from like I I can't do it it's just not just not one of my things like like you know now with like these celebrity Couples like G Herbo and Fabulous Daughter and are, you know, buying their mates these real expensive gifts and stuff. You know, that's nice. I love it. But if you want to, like, really do shit, buy me some property. Shit, I want some gener- generational wealth. Like, buy me that. Fuck them cars. I don't care about them cars. Buy me some land. Buy me some land so I can build on that thing. That would be something. You know, you spend 100 k on this car, even though I said I wanted it. You know, even though G Herbo said he wanted it and she was listening and paying attention. That's cute and all, but fuck. Buy me a piece of land, okay? Go down south and buy me some land, okay, if you got the money. That's, that's what I want. I want some land, build me some property, build me a house, whatever. That's what I want as my gift. Fuck them cars, them jewelries, and all that bullshit. I don't want none of that. I want some land. That's what I want. And I want it now, okay? I want land and I want it now. Um, hmm. So much. Oh, and another thing about loyalty, y'all. So... Y'all know Ryan from Black Ink Crew. You know, it's this thing going around with him. And he is like posting. No, his best friend is sick with cancer. And I guess the best friend had came out and told us that Ryan has been sleeping with his girlfriend. And the girl and Ryan is supposed to be their kid's godfather. Just messy, messy ass people. 
Um, I don't know what's going on. Quarantine has really brought out people's flaws, honey. No, the loyalty is like slim to none. Now, here you know your best friend is fighting with cancer, and you just had to have sex with the girlfriend, the wife, or whatever she is. And then it's like, why would the wife, like, she ain't much of shit, because why would she even sleep with you? Like, I'm just trying to figure that out. Like, that's just... You know, the priorities of people. I just don't understand it. So the loyalty is very slim to none. Like, I love I love Ryan. Ryan can't do no wrong. He's fine as shit. Shit, I'll risk it all to have, to have one night with him. I would risk it all. I tell you, you people, th- people think because I love Future so much, I want to hang out with, I want to have one night with Future. No. When I say I want to hang out with Future, I'm trying to hang out and see how he be bagging these bitches that he be talking to. Like, what these bitches do to give in to this nigga. Because, you know, I just want to have fun and, you know, go to the club with him and just see how it really goes down. But that Ryan, I'll risk it all for him. I will risk it all for Ryan. Yes, I would. I will risk it all for him. For sure. For sure. Just like y'all risking it in these DMs, these snowflakes in the DMs because of Sweetie and Quavo. I ain't get a snowflake yet. Maybe people waiting for December when it starts snowing. And I guess they're going to put something in my DMs. But I ain't get a snowflake yet. And then when I get the snowflake, I hope it come with some money or something. Like, just don't be sending me no flake shit. I want something else with the flake. I want something, a dinner reservation or Something else, you can't just be sending that flake. Like, what the fuck is that? You can, that ain't nothing much. Like, is that, is that how we picking up people now? Sending emojis? Like, let me know. Is that the real, is that how people are dating out here now? They sending emojis to each other? Child help us. Mm, mm, mm. Um, I think, yeah, the twerk <laughs> That offset, I called him the three. He is, listen, he's the three wise men, okay? He's kind of bearing gifts. He he didn't a mess, child. I'm telling you, Cardi. If you take him back, bitch, don't tell us. Keep it to yourself. We ain't even thought. I don't want to hear. I don't even want to hear. I don't even want to know what happened. How he got on his knee. How he upgraded your ring to a bigger ring or whatever. I don't even care. Who cares? Who cares? Like that's what you want. We don't even need to know. We don't even need to know. We don't even need it. At all. We don't even need it. And speaking of future, that Lori Harvey. Listen, I told y'all Lori Harvey was something. Okay. Now she messing with Akon, brother. That thing get around, honey. And, you know, I don't know if she's opening up her legs to these niggas, but she's doing something. Because she's with somebody new almost every month. Almost every month. I won't surprise Come November 20th, she'll be back with Future for his birthday. She's a beautiful girl, too. Like, I'm just not understanding it, but to each his own, child. To each his own. So, let's get into what you won't do. So, what you won't do, YFN Lucci, is state that you made the way for new little rappers. Say what now? You did what? I didn't know who the hell you was until you started dating Regine. So, how the hell you going to say you made the way for the new little rappers? What type of bullshit? Like, say what now? Boy, bye. That, that's not what you want to do because we, we didn't know you. We didn't know you at all. And what you want to do, President Trump, is call LeBron James a hater. That's for me to do. Only I can do that. Not you, Trump. Only I can call LeBron James a hater, okay? I cannot stand LeBron. This is my issue with LeBron James. LeBron James is a selfish individual because, you know, during this whole bubble thing, before they were talking about going back to the bubble, he was the main one yelling and screaming about, oh, you know, we need to go play basketball. And because when Kyrie was coming out, oh, we need to go do this and the third, blah, 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 blah. When we was in the quarantine, I ain't seen him step a Jordan. I ain't seen him step a LeBron. I ain't seen him do shit out there with the people with the marching. Okay. When they got to the bubble, 
He was complaining and bitching that it wasn't no fans. That's why he was playing the way that he was playing. Blah, blah, blah. Then he started with the whole fake ass Malcolm X reading thing. That pissed me off. Then, you know, they faked with that fake ass strike. Okay, they did and embarrassed us. Okay. Then let's go into deep. Then everybody else got slogans and shit on their jersey, and you supposed to be the goats of the NBA, and you ain't got shit. Make it make sense. And then, and then, first it was, oh, Breonna Taylor, we doing this, we on the George floor. Oh yeah. And then when he won the championship, ain't up for the, ain't nothing for the George Floyd. Ain't nothing for the Breonna Taylor. Ain't nothing for the Black Lives Matter. Ain't shit. Nothing. Y'all can miss me with that. I ain't thought about him. He's irritating. He's all about image. And he don't give two shits, okay? They never should have took their ass to the bubble. Now, I think the real championship and sorry to take away from the Lakers because you know they gave this whole thing like you know they did it for Kobe and you know of course we lost Nip or whatever but the real championships out of all of that was that they didn't have any positive cases and they showed that if you quarantine and stay in one spot and do precautions this is what you would end up with beautiful results that was the championship for me so, you know, Trump, you should have left that up to me to do. I can call him a hater. Not you. Not you now. Uh-uh. Only me. Only me. Only I can do that. Only I. You know, so that's what you won't do, President Trump. Now, leave that up to me. Let me do that because, you know, I, I just, I'm not a fan. I've never been a fan. I hate the comparison with him, with Jordan and Kobe. Like, I just can't do it. And I, I just, you know... It just bothers me. It really does. It bothers me so bad. But, you know, like everything else, I guess, you know, people, you know, forget about those certain things when it comes to, you know, certain accomplishments. But me right here, I don't forget none of the bullshit. Okay. I seize it all. Every seize it all. It don't leave. Don't leave my peripheral. Don't leave my none of that. Stays right there in front of my face. Boom. Caught it. So I read his ass from a mile ago, read it, and ain't still ain't impressed. Sorry, ain't impressed. So this is episode 124, Flies and Bullshit. I hope everyone has a wonderful work week, um, good people. Um, we're in the sixth month of quarantine or pandemic or whatever people are doing. Um, so you do have enough times on your hands to listen to previous episodes. You can download them, subscribe to the pod on Apple Music, uh, Google Play, um, iHeart, all of those things. So make sure you guys do that. Also follow me on Shanghai underscore Chronicles and um, on Twitter and Instagram. And, um, you know, Go support a sister, you know, listen, have a good time, you know, where I talk some my good shit, okay? Listen, 22 days until the election day, good people, so make sure you guys get out there and vote. Make sure you guys, you know, register yourself to vote um, so your voices can be heard, especially the young people. Please, please go out there and vote, guys. So, um, like I always say, good people, I'm out.